Chapter six of the story of my life and work. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The story of my life and work by Booker T. Washington. The first year at Tuskegee. After the school had been in session in the old church and the little shanty for several months, I began to see the necessity of having a permanent location for the institution where we could have the students not only in their classrooms but get hold of them in their home life and teach them how to take care of their bodies in the manner of bathing care of the teeth and in general cleanliness we also felt that we must not only teach the students how to prepare their food but how to serve and eat it properly so long as we had the students only a few hours in the classroom during the day we could give attention to none of these important matters which our students had not had an opportunity of learning before leaving their homes few of the students who came during the first year were able to remain during the nine months session for lack of money so we felt the necessity of having industries where the students could pay a part of their board in cash it was rather noticeable that notwithstanding the poverty of most of the students who came to us in the early months of the institution most of them had the idea of getting an education in order that they might some method of living without manual labor that is they had the feeling that to work with the hands was not conducive to the development of the highest type of lady or gentleman this feeling we wanted to change as fast as possible by teaching students the dignity beauty and civilizing power of intelligent labor after a few months had passed i wrote general j f b marshall at that time treasurer of the hampton institute and put our condition before him telling him that there was an abandoned farm about a mile from the town of tuskegee in the market which i could secure at a very cheap price for our institution as i had absolutely no money with which to make the first payment on the farm i summoned the courage to ask general marshall to lend me five hundred dollars with which to make the first payment to my surprise a letter came back in a few days enclosing a check for five hundred dollars a contract was made for the purchase of the farm which at that time consisted of one hundred acres subsequent purchases and gifts of adjacent lands have increased the number of acres at this place to seven hundred and this is the present site of the tuskegee institute this has again been enlarged from time to time by purchases and gifts of land not adjacent until at present the school owns farmlands to the number of about twenty five hundred acres after the school had been in session three months miss olivia a davidson a graduate of the hampton institute and later a graduate of the framingham massachusetts normal school was employed as an assistant teacher miss davidson was teaching among her people near memphis tennessee in eighteen seventy nine when the yellow fever drove her away she went to hampton entered the senior class and graduated the following spring she did not go to hampton however until her application to return to memphis to help nurse the yellow fever patients had been refused by the authorities there through friends she was able to enter the normal school at framingham massachusetts and graduated in the summer of eighteen eighty one and when an assistant at tuskegee was called for she accepted the work her enthusiasm had won the admiration of her schoolmates and from them she received much assistance for the school at tuskegee in after years the success of the school especially during the first half dozen years of its existence was due more to miss davidson than anyone else 
during the organization of the school and in all matters of discipline she was the one to bring order out of every difficulty when the last effort had apparently been exhausted and it seemed that things must stop she was the one to find a way out not only was this true at the school but when a campaign for money had ended unsuccessfully she would start for the north and money was sure to be found our hardest struggle began after we made the first payment on the farm we not only had to secure the money within a few months with which to repay general marshall's loan but had to get the means with which to meet future payments and also to erect a building on the farm miss davidson went among the white and colored families in tuskegee and told them our plans and needs and there were few of either race who did not contribute either something in cash or something that could be turned into cash at the many festivals and fairs which were held for the purpose of raising money to help the school in many cases the white ladies in tuskegee contributed chickens or cakes that were sold for the benefit of our new enterprise i do not believe there was a single negro family or scarcely any individual in tuskegee or its vicinity that did not contribute something in money or in kind to the school these contributions were most gladly made and often at a great sacrifice perhaps i might as well say right here that one of the principal things which made it easy to start such a school as now exists near the town of tuskegee was the fact that tuskegee is inhabited by some of the most cultured and liberal white people to be found in any portion of the south i have been into a good many southern towns but i have never seen one where the general average of culture and intelligence is so high as that of the people of tuskegee we have in this town and the surrounding country a good example of the friendly relations that exist between the two races when both races are enlightened and educated not only are the white people above the average but the same is true of the general intelligence and acquirements of the colored people the leading colored citizen in tuskegee is mr lewis adams to whom should largely be given the honor for securing the location of the tuskegee normal and industrial institute in the town mr adams is not only an intelligent and successful businessman but is one who combines with his business enterprise rare common sense and discretion in the most trying periods of the growth of the tuskegee institute i have always found mr adams a man on whom i could rely for the wisest advice he enjoys the highest respect and confidence of the citizens of both races and it is largely through his power and influence that the two races live together in harmony and peace in the town after we raised all the money we could in tuskegee for the purpose of paying for the farm and putting up the new building miss davidson went to boston where she had many friends and acquaintances and after some months of hard work she secured enough money to complete the payment on the farm and return general marshall's loan in addition she secured means to complete the payment of our first building porter hall this building was named after mr h a porter of brooklyn new york who was instrumental in assisting us to secure the largest gifts for its erection all the while the farm was being paid for we were holding school daily in the old church and shanty the latter at least was well ventilated there was one thickness of boards above and around us and this was full of large cracks part of the windows had no sashes and were closed with rough wooden shutters that opened outward with leather hinges other windows had sashes but with little glass in them through all these openings the hot sun or cold wind and rain came pouring in upon us many a time a storm would leave scarcely a dry spot in either of the two rooms into which 
the shanty was divided to make room for separate classes these rooms were small but into them large classes of thirty or forty had to be crowded for recitations more than once i remember when miss davidson and i were hearing recitations and the rain would begin pouring down one of the larger pupils would very kindly cease his lessons and come and hold an umbrella over us so that we could continue our work i also remember that at our boarding place on several occasions when it rained while we were eating our meals our good landlady would kindly get an umbrella and hold it over us while we were eating during the summer of eighteen eighty two at the end of our first year's work i was married to miss fanny n smith of malden west virginia and we began housekeeping in tuskegee early in the fall this made a home for our teachers who had now been increased to four in number my wife was also a graduate of the hampton institute after earnest and constant work in the interest of the school together with her housekeeping duties she passed away in may eighteen eighty four one child portia m washington was born during our marriage from the first my wife most earnestly devoted her thought and time to the work of the school and was completely one with me in every interest and ambition she died however before she had an opportunity of seeing what the school was destined to be the following account of her death is taken from the alumni journal published at the time at hampton the numerous friends of mr b t washington will be pained to learn of the death of his beloved wife miss fanny smith washington class of eighty two which occurred at tuskegee alabama sunday may fourth her death is indeed a serious bereavement to mr washington whose acquaintance and regard for the deceased had begun in their childhood their happy union had done much to lighten the arduous duties devolving upon him in the management of his school to his friends he had several times expressed the great comfort his family life was to him we know that all our readers will join us in extending to him the warmest sympathy in this sad hour a bright little girl not a year old is left to sustain with her father a loss which she can never know. End of chapter 6